is the Sluggo. Slant and go. It's called Sluggo. Hey, fellas, it's week 13. We got an announcement. I didn't tell you guys this, but we have an announcement. Zach Locks Parker has won the contest, the Pick'em Contest, for the second consecutive year. He already knew that. We already knew that. But we wanted to say it in public uh, and let everybody know for the second consecutive year, the man with the big W on his hat. No, that's right. <laughs> stands for winner. Congratulations, Locks. There could be some math errors this week. Let's, 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 <laughs> well, let's, you weren't keeping score, so what the hell? <laughs> Marty, Marty's notorious for playing the end, but he's got a little – I'm sure he's got something up there, you know? I, you know, I, a little early, Marty. I see what's going on. Um, you know, let me let me kind of feel good about myself. But, uh, yeah, we, we're going to have to get someone early. else to double-check my calculations before these bets go into this last week here, you know? How, how could it be a little early? I've got 296 Sluggo bucks. Well, <laughs> you, you gotta, can't catch them. But. You can't catch me. But, you know, we, let, what we typically like to do in the last week of this thing is to, you know, it, it could, it's a Jeopardy situation. Let's put it that way. Final okay, Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah. I, I trust Zach to bet $1.98 if he has to. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one way or the other. I mean, beef, no slight, but you're 12 and 22. <laughs> <laughs> That's all but the last few weeks, it's been raised up. I think I was stuck at six weeks, at six wins for about nine weeks. That's true. You That's true. You've taken off like a rocket ship. And, uh, a little too late. <laughs> so maybe I jump. Maybe I jumped it a little bit, but I. Beef, I hope no. you don't win because I've already ordered the um, prize. It doesn't. It doesn't have your name on it. So it doesn't uh, fit me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kevron checks in and says, "Happy hey, Thanksgiving." Kevron. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Sylvester. Thanksgiving. Uh, thanks for checking in, Sylvester. Uh, Always a pleasure, sir. Always Thank you, pleasure. thank you, guys. Thank you, Sylvester. Thank you. Let's guys. go, Tigers. The day before Thanksgiving, we debated whether to even have a show, and uh, our two uh, most frequent guests show up quickly yeah. and uh so we'll probably we appreciate it, it. yeah we do appreciate it we'll probably keep it a little short tonight so zach's a little under the weather i'm an old man and i'm tired and casey's <laughs> tired of us hey uh last week michigan and tcu hung on for a win and i guess you could say ohio state did too i didn't see much of that game but i heard it was close i think they even trailed at halftime yeah. um and scored at the end to make it look you know, uh, like a bigger win than it was. But TCU needed a field goal at the end, which they practice every Thursday apparently is what the coach said. And uh, Michigan needed a pick play to uh, to pull out their game. So thoughts, Beef, on those two games in particular? They were great, actually. I, I was having a lot of fun. Of course, I was probably – if I was pulling for a team, it was the opposite of who won. But that was probably more because of Clemson. But, yeah, that TCU – uh, field goal was pretty neat. They literally ran everybody right on the field, set for that one second, and and it was a no doubter. And I was saying to my buddies, like, there's no chance he gets it up. It was no doubt, but it was ugly wins, as as Sylvester put here in the chat. But you know what? A win is a win. Advance, win in advance. Clemson did that in sixteen and eighteen a couple times. So 
doesn't much matter. It's kind of fun to see TCU, though. Yes, it is. It is kind of fun to see somebody different. I heard a couple things about that TCU uh, field goal. One of them was that because the other, uh, because TCU uh, substituted, Baylor could have slow played and just let the clock run out, right? You, they don't care. They let the clock run out when those substitution happened. I don't know if that's the case, and you, I guess you didn't want to take the chance there. Or the other thing I heard was, you know, it, nobody had any timeouts, and if they would have had a timeout, he would have probably been nervous. But he didn't have time to be nervous, right? He just had to run out there and kick. What's your takeaway from those two locks? But he, the kicker was the last one on the field too, <laughs> like a slow roll, just just waiting on everybody to get set up. Okay, here I am. All right, now let's go. Go ahead and snap it, guys, and. and just nails just killed it it was it was great uh obviously it was rehearsed in practice the way they just took it down to the last second and brought him out and went it was it was fun to watch uh the michigan game uh i i will do it i think a, i think it was a, just about a direct quote uh michigan forgot how to offense without, <laughs> without like quorum uh i pray he is on the field this this weekend or it could be a real stinker because that guy does dominate the Michigan offense, and they looked completely different without them, without him. Uh, I don't know if anybody's heard if they made any definitive. Uh, they haven't, have they? Yeah, that's, that's why I just checked uh, earlier this, today. So without him, <laughs> Michigan's going to have a tough road to hold, especially at Ohio State. I heard but, um, the, only, the only thing I heard was he was handing out like turkeys or something. I did. In there, you know? with, his, with his own NIL money, which is yeah. very cool to see. Um, the second year in a row he's done it too. So Super cool. Super cool. But he stayed in pads on the sideline and he didn't have any crutches when he gave out the turkey. So you, you got to hope. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I hope so because I think Michigan's a tough team and he did get a good crack on the knee there. So I, I hope he's in there for him just to just to keep this thing a, a real good game, you know, you don't get a very, very many two versus three uh, in college football these days. It was, it was very weird because he wasn't out there on the first play of the second half, but then he carried the ball on the second play and then never came back. That so, was it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, as, as I think it was Danny Cannell or someone said, it makes you want. No, it was Tom Fernelli of CBS. He said, it makes you wonder if. He wasn't in a game that Michigan didn't lead until the very end. They obviously yeah. needed him. Makes you wonder how how hurt he is, and uh, if it if it really could be a problem for him this week. Hey, for the second consecutive week, and this is something for like six years as Clemson fans, we got used to crushing everybody every week, and now we've been conditioned to worry about every week a close game. Are, are they going to pull it out? Are they going to Are they even going to win? But for the second consecutive week. The Tigers look pretty good. The only oh, I fumbled, I fumbled, um, and uh, the Tigers did a quite a bit of fumbling, and it was it is strange. But you know, uh, Will Shipley fumbled, but here here everybody fumbled, I think. Yeah, but what is up with GJ? He fumbles in the weirdest ways that always end up. I don't know, bouncing right to the defenders or, you know, ends up being run back a long way or deep in his own territory. He's not, he's not um, secure with the ball when he's running. That's for sure. And that works out well sometimes on those touchdown runs, right? He's running into people and running over people and running around people, carrying the ball out there. But man, 
they can't do that this week. Can't fumble five times this week, Beef, and hope to beat South Carolina. Absolutely not, especially with what we saw with South Carolina did to Tennessee adds a little pause to the, the Clemson fan base. Even though, as I've said on a couple of other shows this week, you have a sample size of 10 in one hand and you have a sample size of one in the other. And yet one, the one sample size is the one that's that's taking precedent for a certain fan base. But yeah, ball security is thankfully a game like Miami where it's it was 24 points at halftime that Clemson was leading by. You kind of just shrug when Davis Allen fumbles, when DJ fumbles, when Shipley fumbles, or when DJ threw a pick also. Um, you know, you, you kind of shrug because the game was never really in doubt. But with the way that everyone's spinning this week's game, if you do that to, to South Carolina and, and change the momentum a little bit, there's going to be a problem. Then again, they got a gunslinger on the other side that is prone to throwing picks too, so. Yeah, yeah, he had a really good day the other day. Locks, uh, your, your takeaway on the Clemson-Miami uh, ball game. I mean, I'm going to talk about South Carolina, Marty. Your boy, Spencer Rattler, just showed up and showed out. Uh, what do you have, five touchdowns, six touchdowns? I don't know. He was he was on the sideline doing this number. Uh, you know, South Carolina scored more on Tennessee than Alabama did. So, I mean, they might as well be national champions. Uh, this, this game is going to be – just it's going to be up and down the field. It's probably going to be 108 points scored in a game total. Uh, South Carolina is coming in, and they're probably going to have four to six turnovers. Uh, I'm not really worried about it, but <laughs> I am. The one thing I will say about the Clemson game this past weekend is I, I was disappointed. Shake it up. Uh, that that Cade did not get to play in, in many snaps at all. We had the game in hand. Why is the kid not in there getting some meaningful snaps? Y'all tell me. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm missing here. Give me, give me something. I don't understand. I know I'm not the only one asking the question at this point. No, I think I think it had something to do with the turnovers. Really, it was yeah. a confidence thing. Probably is that they wanted to not shake DJ, pull him after a, a turnover. I, I mean, I, that's just my theory yeah. as to why it happened. But you're right. It, it felt kind of weird that he comes in with four minutes left in the fourth quarter. With and the game absolutely well in hand. Yeah, I just I was hoping for for more meaningful playing time for the kid. You know, I, we're going to run out of a touchdown. We're going, yeah, he did, <laughs> but we're just, we're going to run out of we're going to run out of opportunities for him. I think, and and I just wish he'd get some more meaningful snaps. It is weird because earlier in the season, remember they were they were going to set. I forgot what the term was. They were going to set set something up for him or whatever, and it just seems like they've thrown him in there just hodgepodge and weird times yeah. that are that were bad like on his own five yard line or whatever yeah and, that was the worst you know? um, well it felt like when watson was around when colstott was the the quarterback that they had certain sets for they had you know certain series all right you knew after two series with cole deshaun was going to get his one yeah. same thing happened with kelly bryant and trevor lawrence we all know what happened after week four that that transition i guess so it felt like there was always I can't think of the word either. Locks and it's killing me. But there, there's always there was always some semblance of of an idea of a set plan. plan. Yeah, plan. Yeah, just a, a better setup. Yeah, it was it was in the game plan further ahead. Not not the first you know eight plays or whatever. You know, it's right. like if we get to here, you're going in here type of thing. Yeah, that's why yeah. the only thing I could think was the turnovers. That's the only thing I could. Think. Yeah, no, I agree. That, that's a good point because that's why he kept. DJ in there against Boston College, member because Halfley was asking, "Why are you 
why are you scoring a touchdown with 30 seconds to go or whatever? Dabble's yeah. like, we're trying to get so, our together. So, DJ, so, yeah, I mean, DJ is that fragile mentally. So I just want to confirm that with you guys. All right, go ahead. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's totally weird. And uh, so next year they're going to have a totally raw quarterback. I mean, yeah. now there's there's three games left. And, and he's probably not going to play in the ACC championship game. He's, right. you know, maybe play in a bowl game. He's not going to play if they make the playoffs. So, I don't know. It's kind of like maybe they're saving his year and letting him redshirt or something. That could be true too. Yeah. I don't know how many games he's played in. Probably five, but it's probably too. Many. I don't know. With with the Zena coming behind him, there's no there's no time for redshirt. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, but he can always leave after three years and go to. Texas or Northwestern or something. I don't want to derail us, Marty, but too late. With 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 DJ with DJ having an extra year, and Dabo's already said that he's graduating in December and he'll be done after this year. But he's got an extra year, and he probably needs oh. it. Oh, Where's he, he needs it. Oh, he needs he transfer into. Where's he transfer into? I said this after the first game because of what Dabo said. Dabo said he's he's a senior. <laughs> and that's how we're treating him or something like that. And I was basically like basically pushing him out yeah, the door. Yeah. He's yeah. basically saying, you know, if you want to play another year, Cal Poly Pomona or whatever, <laughs> um, you know, I, I would think he would transfer. I think he's going to transfer out this year. The kid's been through a lot. You know, we're joking about it, but I mean, man, the hate he has endured. I can throw He's I can, going to Auburn. He's got to go to Auburn. <laughs> I can put up I can put a highlight up of that guy throwing a beautiful 40-yard spiral, yeah. hitting a guy in the numbers, and somebody will say, well, he could have just run it the other way. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't matter what I put up. And, you know, some of his passes aren't perfect. But here's the thing. If you watch college football on a Saturday, you'll see a lot of good quarterbacks make horrible passes. Yeah. He's not the only one. Now, He's not – not all those guys are quarterback at Clemson and followed Deshaun and Trevor, right? So the standard is different. But still, you watch just watch a random game. Even the good quarterbacks, the great quarterbacks, make bad throws. Um, he's held to a standard that's that's unbelievable. And, and that said, I, I'm looking forward to – you know, I, I said it earlier. He fumbles on wild plays – the ball somehow just finds a defender's hands in stride every time. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just wild. And they end up a lot of them are run back for six, whether it's an interception or a or a, or a, a fumble. But it's just just crazy, just crazy. Okay, we're all off the rails here. We might be here three hours tonight. The way this one's going. Um, college I football. Got more. Uh, on you always got more. College football playoff rankings, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU. I don't think anybody's surprised by that. A lot of people surprised by number five, Beef, the LSU Tigers. One lost SEC team. You know, the thing that really kind of bothers me the most is that I don't think there's a path at all for Clemson. And I know that maybe this isn't the year that Clemson should be in the playoff, but there's no path. You have a two-loss Alabama team in front of them. Now, I guess that if Clemson were to win this weekend and win next weekend in the ACC championship and Alabama doesn't play, they can jump Alabama. But Alabama didn't lose, and with the inherent SEC bias, they might move up because they didn't play. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, Sylvester, I will say this. You're, you're correct. Since the Notre Dame game forward, he doesn't have a lot of great throws. But before that, he was top 20-ish in the nation in uh, big-time throws. 
So it's been a few weeks, <laughs> but he was, you know, in the top quarterbacks in the nation for the first six or seven weeks of the season. Uh, Locks, your take on the playoff. Marty, I think uh, if we extend this this whole, uh, you know, picks, betting thing, Sluggo Bucks thing, one more week, I think LSU is probably what? Plus 2,800 on the money line and there's no chance right i mean what what are what are are the odds on that it's got to be almost 20 points lsu cannot keep up with georgia and i don't even know why that's to me it's like why even put that there but it's it's like a placeholder i understand they have to put it there but they have to they know that it's just there just for a week and, and it's gone you know yep. so yep. What, are, what are we doing here it, it's i guess it's a it's more of a courtesy so yeah. it, you know we're all i guess notre dame uh, we're all notre dame fans this week yes uh, right no notre dame ohio state and oh, iowa state is what yeah I <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's 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 tough for clemson fans right now i and do we want to be the new Oklahoma to go into the four slot to get slaughtered? I, I don't think so, but um, I just think that Georgia right now is the head and shoulders, you know, number one, and and it's theirs to lose. I think they will destroy the, the number four team, and then we'll see who they play after that. Uh, well, according to Caesar Sportsbook, it's right now it's at Georgia minus sixteen. Um, yeah. Really, I was expecting. I was expecting almost twenty. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's about right. I mean, the defense is is decent, and and you know, uh, I, but that'll be a that'll be a home game for Georgia too in the six, in uh, Georgetown. I guess they're predicting sixteen to nothing. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, I lost my train of thought. I know you guys are happy about that. Okay, oh, and what Sylvester? That's okay. What Sylvester says here, Beef. I I don't know if I misheard you or not, but LSU actually has two losses. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they lost to Florida State on the first game of the year. Mm-hmm. And then they got blown up by Tennessee. Yeah. You're right. You're right. 20, You're right. A twenty-seven point. A team with a twenty-seven point loss is number five in the college football playoffs. Which is why it's so funny because Clemson's loss was atrocious, right? But at least Notre Dame has been their, – their stock is rising throughout the remainder of the year. They absolutely just steamrolled other than maybe yeah. Navy Navy came back. But they were killing Navy in the first half and then absolutely destroyed Boston College this week. Uh, strength of schedule aside, they're still just no, doing nothing but winning. I'd, I'd like to mention uh, how much I appreciate – Georgia Tech beating North Carolina. <laughs> I mean, what, what what was the score? 20, no, 17. To 17. Yeah, I mean, 17-0, lost 21. I mean, come on. Y'all killing us right now. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a crusher because Clemson needed a 10-1 North Carolina. They, they needed, 11. yeah, losing to the same team that we lost to. Yeah, yeah. so that hurt. Yeah, that hurt yeah. real bad last week. That was, that was a kicker. All right, this week we got Clemson and South Carolina, which we've already talked about a little bit, and we'll talk about more. When we get to the picks, we've got Michigan and Ohio State. We talked about that a little bit, too, already. But we've also got Southern Cal and Notre Dame, which we've referenced. I'm going to make a pick in this game. And, yes, sir, we are all Notre Dame fans this week. Locks, what you got on this one, buddy? Yeah, I I mean, this growing up for me, this was a huge game. Uh, I always enjoyed it uh, as a child, as they would say. <laughs> but um, – 
you know, this is, I always think this is funny because people think this is a, a typical rivalry. And I didn't really think about it that this is not always on rivalry weekend. If it's at Southern Cal, it is this weekend. If it's at Notre Dame, it's in October because, hmm. because the team from Southern California doesn't want to go to Notre Dame in November. In the time. Can you believe that? <laughs> That's part of the agreement. Uh, I, I thought that was kind of funny. I, I never actually realized it myself. Um, over under in this game, 64 and a half, I think I saw. Uh, a little surprised at that. Um, but Notre Dame has actually been putting up some points. So can they hang? Caleb Williams is a tremendous quarterback. Uh, they're I don't, I don't think they can hang. I just, I think it's going to be a shootout. I think USC is going to just pull away and maybe even the third quarter, if not the fourth quarter. So unfortunately, I think USC is going to win the game. And uh, I mean, it, it could be a fun one to watch. So it's going to be the last one of, of uh, rivalry weekend to watch. Hey, uh, tune in to Sluggo for things you didn't know. I didn't realize that either, that they played yeah. different, depending on when they, when they played. This when was, this was a game when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> that dead people scored in now um uh anthony davis and uh scored like six touchdowns one time and and of course not too long ago you guys know the bush push happened in this game uh at yep. notre dame so um, that was a long time ago that was 2016 17 <laughs> no it was it, it was before then was yeah, it before that even like yeah, we're just it, it's getting we're getting old. Matt Leinert's retired from the NFL. So. Oh my God! So yeah, I mean it was 2007. Well, man, I'm to all be fair, um, he was horrible and <laughs> didn't make it past his um, details, Marty. Details. <laughs> <laughs> they taught Casey details at Seton Hall Prep, where I think <laughs> Matt Leinert went to high school. He, did. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't get in. That's what you're going to tell me. He wasn't smart enough to get in to uh to seaton hall prep okay here we are fellas the last week of the contest i'm saying it's the last week zach wants to go on and bet uh, i don't think the SEC could have done any worse if you tried oh i think that is a victory these yeah, guys are doing research so why should i beef you stink the most a true believer in what they're doing in north carolina that's why i'm picking virginia tech tennessee i love spencer Rattler. i agree with marty i don't like this look you smell it the back door cover zach Lox Parker has a tremendous, stupendous lead here. He's uh, 19 and 17 on the season. He has $7,842 and one cent left. Uh, Casey the Beef Cregan with his pitiful 12 and 22 and two record is in second place, 24, 62, 21. And if I say Casey's pitiful and he's in second place, that means I'm pitifuler. Uh, I'm 14, 20 and two. In third place, 296 bucks. One reason it's ending after this week is because I won't have any Sluggo bucks left after this week uh, to bet next week. So um, having said that, I'll go first. And I am going to take that Notre Dame plus five and a half. I think they find a way to do it against Southern Cal. I don't know. I don't trust Southern Cal. I think Notre Dame's playing well. I don't trust Southern Cal. That's really what it boils down to. Um, and I'm so confident on this. I'm going to bet $1.10 worth of <laughs> bucks on this one. Beef, your choice. And 
Sylvester, we will pick conference championship yes. games next week if we have a show. We just won't bet on them like like this with the Slugo Bucks. So don't you fret. You'll get. You'll be able to bet the opposite of whatever I'm picking. <laughs> uh, to follow up, to follow up on Marty's tremendous bet, I'm going with Vander, Vanderbilt and Tennessee. Vanderbilt's a 14 point underdog at home. Tennessee has all sorts of reported strife on the defensive side of the ball. Joe Milton stinks. He's awful. He's not Hendon Hooker. He okay. transferred from a mediocre Big Ten program and not a middle-of-the-road mediocre ACC, ACC. program. So <laughs> they, they dubbed this the Country Music Bowl. I'm going Vanderbilt plus 14 for $2.21 Sluggo Bucks. <laughs> this is what Sylvester tunes in for right here. $3.31 between the two of us on two bets. Wow. Uh, locks. You're uh, a- maybe I should change. Uh, <laughs> nah, you okay. bet twelve thousand on somebody. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, I I've double checked with uh, a couple of accountants I know. Uh, well, I'm going to go with Florida. Florida plus you got Yarber involved. <laughs> I did not. Oh no no. Uh, he'd have a spreadsheet for all of it. Uh, Florida <laughs> plus nine and a half. Um, I don't know. I mean, Florida can score. We all know that. Uh, Florida State has the propensity to screw up at times. Um, it could be tight. I mean, I like nine and a half. I like the half also. Um, put me down for 839 Sluggo Bucks. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? All right, 839 This is hilarious. Yep. All right. Speaking of that game, I'm going to take the opposite side for my second pick. Pick, pick. Florida State Seminoles are a wagon these days. They are the team we've been waiting for for the last decade or so. <laughs> um, they are crushing everybody. Now, they haven't beat anybody good, but fortunately, they're not playing anybody good this week. This game is at in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think they're on a roll and they want some revenge for last year. Mike Norvell needs to win a game. I think he's lost the first three in this series. Florida State Seminoles minus one and a half. I am so confident in this one. One dollar and ten cents on the roll here. So I, I appreciate I, the dollar ten because it makes the math easy, Marty. At that's, minus one ten. That's why I do it. Honestly, that's I why love I it. it. That's why I got a nice fat two hundred ninety-six dollars even. Keep it even. <laughs> Beef that in in. If I win one of those, it messes it up a little because yeah, you know. I get, but you don't have to worry about that very often. So, <laughs> beef your second pick. So I go from the Country Music Bowl, and I'm going over to just north to the Governor's Cup. Louisville oh. is three point underdogs at Kentucky, so they are a three point dog at Kentucky. Basically, a push, a pick them because you get that three points for home. Will Levis sucks. Malik Cunningham is hopefully healthy. And so Louisville not only covers, but wins the game. I'm going Ooh. for 460 Sluggo Bucks. Well, if you believe they're going to win, why didn't you just take the money line? Because I don't look that deeply into this, Marty. You and I discussed this before the show. 
He was probably driving when he picked it, Marty. Because uh, the, the wheel you spun didn't land on money. I, 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 have to actually, I have to actually click into the game to see the money. <laughs> like, I didn't like just see this. <laughs> when you're driving. so funny. Casey has, Sylvester, just so you know, Casey has like a week to make his picks and like 38 seconds before the show, he hasn't picked anything. <laughs> I don't know why I'm 12, 22, and 2. Oh, it's so weird. funny. Yeah, you, you come out hot like on Sunday, right when the lines come out. And you just you hammer one, one, and then and then it's like Casey's show's coming up soon. Uh, I didn't. I thought I picked other two. We're scrolling through the text. No, nothing. What I picked? Yeah, yeah I, I scrolled. I scrolled I, through. I said I remember him picking that one game like eight seconds after the lines came out. <laughs> we never heard from you. A lot of research here and God. some research here and here. There's none. <laughs> none. Locks your second pick, bud. Uh, all right. So I will. Um, I will also pick the uh, USC Notre Dame game. I am going to take USC uh, minus five and a half. They need to. They need to win the game. They need to win it if they they want a chance to get into the playoff. Um, they have the firepower, like I said earlier, and and I think they will. So uh, I have them for one thousand three hundred Sluggo bucks. We gotta do this math after the show. A little bit more than the dollar ten I put on them. Um, so one thousand three hundred. Let's think through this, guys. Zach's in first place. I'm in last place. We've had two picks. He's gone opposite of me on both of them. Genius. Eddie play. Genius. <laughs> he is a genius, genius, genius. Okay. okay. Now I'm ready. I'm rolling now. I'm hot. So if we if we know I got $296 and it's the last week of picks okay. and I've spent $1.10 and $1.10, we know that leaves me $293.80. North Carolina, minus six and a half. NC State's down to their four-string quarterback. They're playing in Chapel Hill. Uh, North Carolina wants to redeem themselves for that horrible loss last week. I think they're going to put, like, a 50-burger on NC State. I think NC State's given up. I think it's all over. Like I said, they're they're down to their four-string. They're not down to him. They benched the third-string guy, whatever his name was, Jack something from Charleston Southern. Um, so they benched him and they've gone to their four string quarterback. I think North Carolina rolls. I'm getting less than that. I'm, I'm giving less than a touchdown here. 283 sluggo bucks and 80 sluggo cents on this one. Ooh, and here's the good news. If I lose all three of these, I'm, I'm dead even. Perfect. And that would just make Zach real happy. Cause he put a big fat zero on the board beef. Your third pick. I'm going to the. I went from the Country Music Bowl to the Governor's Cup, now the Palmetto Bowl, which is a terrible name, so don't ever use it. But <laughs> Clemson, I got it at minus 14 early in the week. This is the one I hammered early when it came out. Hammered and then it. I was questioning myself because I thought maybe it would drop a little bit with all the hype South Carolina was getting. And it hasn't. It, it actually went up to 14.5, and, and that's where it sits as of this broadcast. Clemson minus 14. My full research is because Houston Burnett from the Morgan Thomas show told me to hammer this line. So I listened to my elders. No, he's significantly younger than me. But uh, I listened to Houston because he knows what he's talking about. Clemson minus 14. If you did the math, locks, locks, what's your name? 
you would know I had 2,000 Sluggo bucks left. Put it all on the Tigers. 2,000 Sluggo bucks on the Tigers, minus 14. Go Tigers. Uh, Casey, great pick, but I, I, you were breaking up there. I thought you said Houston Burnett from rubbingtherock.com. Is that what you said? <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> just, just clarifying. Just clarifying. Yeah. Shameless plug. <laughs> rubbingtherock.com. Dot com, rubbing the rock. Uh, locks your third pick, and you're smart on this one, too, going opposite of, of me and uh, Jughead. So, <laughs> Jughead. Uh, Sylvester, if you can't tell, I was the last one, other than Casey, the last second to put my picks in this week because I took the opposite of everybody. And I got South Carolina with the hook, 14 and a half plus 14 and a half. Gamecocks are on fire. Okay, everybody brace yourself. Spencer Rattler has a cannon arm. He's going to light it up, and they're going to lose by 13 points. <laughs> <They'll probably laughs> score. South Carolina by, for 1,000 Sluggo bucks right here. 1,000 Sluggo bucks. And speaking of rubbing the Do rock, the math, right boys. Now. Speaking it's of Jeopardy, it's, it's a Jeopardy situation. We'll have uh, the the staff picks on rubbingtherock.com tomorrow, which include my pick, which you probably want to go the opposite way because I've been terrible on Clemson all year. Uh, well, I've been terrible on everything. And you'll be glad to know, Zach. Oh, that's right. You read Rubbing the Rock. I don't have to I tell you. I do all the time. I can't help myself. I don't have to tell you that uh, Beef yeah. and I, in a little contest over there, tied for last. Two of us. Oh. <laughs> Like, go figure. Go <laughs> uh, Who saw that coming? <laughs> uh, finally, a transfer property word. <laughs> <laughs> Who saw that coming? Okay, let's do... rubbing the rock. It's minus nine oh nine. I've just been minus nine oh nine all year long. Minus nine oh nine. It's the it's the uh, the vig is getting you. You're one and one, and you end up nine dollars <laughs> short because of that minus one ten. All right, here are the picks this week. Locks has got Florida. I put plus nine up there. I think that's what you put on the text, but I will change it to nine and a half for eight thirty-nine. Southern Cal uh, minus five and a half for thirteen hundred, and South Carolina plus. If Sylvester would get out of the way, uh, mm-hmm. plus fourteen point five for how much did you do, South Carolina? I forgot. Locks a thousand. Thousand. Okay, it marked that down. All right, beefy. It's got Clemson minus 14. I didn't write that down either, Beef. Dang, what am I doing? Would you bet on uh, Clemson, Beef? 2,000. 2,000. What am I doing over here? Okay. Louisville plus three for 460. And Vandy plus 14 for 221. That is not 221. (laughs) That's 2.21. Me, I went big on FSU and Notre Dame. Minus nine and a half and plus five and a half, respectively, the dollar ten each. And the rest of my money went to North Carolina Tar Heels, minus six and a half, 293.80. Um, Sylvester, just so you know, like Casey said, we'll do the we'll do the picks next week just for the fun of it, but we'll also have a show where we award Zach his grand prize because there are prizes for for winning this thing. And um there are award- <laughs> there are um too bad you didn't know that before now maybe I'm, next year i currently have people w- working on building a wing to for all mine i told i told locks um that um he was gonna have to um find somewhere to hide all the junk he's getting from slow <laughs> um, all the uh 
factory, Chinese factory made. Uh, got another jewelry. package from Texas, Zach. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna look like a rapper if he wins next year. <laughs> he's gonna have a belt and a ring. And but I I did ask him. I, I had to make sure, so I asked him what his nose rings. I told him he's getting a ring this year, but I didn't tell him it's a nose ring. Yeah. So uh, it's, all <laughs> it's all good. It'll go, but it's gonna look something like this. But it won't have Marty Coleman in there, unfortunately. <laughs> it will not say Marty Coleman. Um, well, the thoughts he, count. He was wearing proudly. Get the man. Just wear it proudly. <laughs> I'm smart. I just did do? the math, Marty. I just did them. Even if I get every one of them right, I could. I think I come out with about forty-seven hundred. And I get all of them wrong. And fifty and fifty-three cents. And if if Lots gets them all wrong, he ends up with forty-seven oh three oh one. You know, he did this today instead of working. He was figuring out this math. No. He's not, <laughs> it took him eight hours to figure it out. It like, did. <laughs> carry the four. Well done. Well done. Lots Several think tanks. Interesting. Several think, think tanks I, had to look it over. Casey, you should take that as a compliment. He actually considered you getting all three right. Yeah. For the I third time it. on the year and still only had 12 wins on the season. <laughs> And and I was one. I was just about to say. You said you did the math. I was. I saw the smoke in the background. I was wondering what, <laughs> what that was. That was you doing the math. Oh, so much fun. So many losses. Look, oh. guys. If you add us all together, we are. What's that? Twenty six and forty two. Forty five and fifty nine and four. Oof. 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 Um, we won't be bragging about this anytime soon, yeah. or ever, for that matter. I appreciate you, Zach. I know you're a little bit under the weather. Casey, you've been traveling a lot. I thank you guys for being here. And uh, next week, let's do some picks just for fun of it with none of this pressure of these these slow bucks on the line. Uh, So, Casey, tell – I think you just need to tell Sylvester bye. We'll be out of here. (laughs) Thanks thanks to everyone in the Seldom News Reserve College Football Discussion Facebook group. Uncle John McGee, as always. Sylvester, mini AF the third. Sluggo Podcast, and each and every one of you who listens, likes, shares, and participates. On behalf of Marty Seldom Users, Eric Coleman, and Zach Box Parker, I'm Casey Steve Freegan. Check out RubbingTheRock.com and Houston Burn It. Maybe. Right here. Yeah, we'll Sluggo. figure it out. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. I think we're done here. <laughs> <laughs>